Well, hello, my little bamlets and bean stews. This is Beans, and it is disclaimer time. Bam and I are not sexperts, and our advice is for entertainment purposes only. If you have a serious health concern, we strongly urge you to consult a qualified physician. And, for obvious reasons, our sex talk podcast is intended for only the maturest of audiences. Enjoy! Here we go, here we go again Trying hard but you wanna be my friend Ain't no place to hide, ain't no one to run to Here we go, here we go again Call my bluff, I'ma be here till the end I'm the one you ride, I'm the one you ride to If you And this is our Sex Talk Podcast, where we like to talk about sex, and we encourage you to do it with us by emailing us at bamandbeans at gmail.com, or hit us up on Facebook with our weekly Would You Rathers. Yeah, buddy. And the ones that are just coming up this week are the first two from Juicy J, and it's awesome, and hopefully you've already voted on them, and like you're going to vote on the other ones, and... You're going to vote on the other ones. And, and you're just, uh, like, going to keep voting. Like, yeah. nonstop. Vote, 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 Because vote, here at the Sex Talk with Bam and Beans podcast, your voice matters. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Sure. <laughs> I'm going to, I have to agree with that or you guys will hate me. <laughs> no, but seriously, your voice matters. It totally does. We want to know your opinions. I really want to know your opinions because, I mean, let's fucking do it, bro. Totes my goats. Well, speaking of would you rather's, I have a couple of them from like the last last couple weeks that got, which I feel like was a good amount of votes. Oh, so I f- was just gonna recap them. Yay! One of them was: Would you rather have sex with somebody with a French accent or a British accent? Oh, I want to know what people said. Yeah, we have a total of eight votes. Ooh. One for French and seven for British. All right, mate. <laughs> oh, I think that was more Australian. I think that was really Australian. <laughs> <laughs> Super Aussie with that. <laughs> Roto chop. <laughs> hip hip cheerio. Okay. Um. <laughs> so time by the R. It's been not even two minutes. <laughs> Okay, so um, another one was, would you rather uh, date somebody who's a bad kisser or terrible at oral? God, that one was so hard. That one was very difficult. I don't even remember which one I settled on. (sighs) I think you said, I think you said kisser. Because you can teach somebody how to kiss. Oh. Or no, you said oral. I think you said oral. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because there's always, you know, peen in the bean action. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. 
Um, so three people voted for bad kisser. Okay. And four people said terrible at oral. <laughs> like, including one, two. Two people that I haven't seen vote. So this one really hit them, like, in the feels. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> they had to vote. Um, and then another one was, would you rather fuck your high school crush, um, portrayed by Darkwing Duck, <laughs> or would you rather fuck your celebrity crush, Portrayed by Huge Jackman. Of course, Huge Jackman. Of course. I mean, you have to. Uh, three people said high school crush, and six people said celebrity crush. Okay. So, you know, some good ones. Good ones hey, good look. Ones. You know that high school crush? They're still out there, man. Go get it. Yeah, I mean... That's an obtainable goal for you. Yeah, I think, like I said, I already fucked my high school crush. Same. And that was like... Mediocre. Yeah, and I'm, same. I'm happy to never go back. <laughs> I've, I've grown. You remember that story about the guy that I fucked while his best friend watched? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was my high school crush. You're beautiful. So let's get on to this week's Would You Rathers, brought to you by Juicy J Questionnaire Extraordinaire 2.0. Okay. <laughs> Just hyping. Hyping up Juicy. Like, oh, any chance we get to hype Juicy up. Any chance I get to gas up Juicy J, I mm-hmm. swear. Um, are you ready, Beans? Totes. Which would you rather give up if you had to? Vaginal intercourse <gasps> or oral sex? Oh, no, Juicy. Why? <laughs> I, can I just say really quick? <laughs> I'm so happy that somebody else out there was like, I'm going to do would you rathers. And you were like, these are going to be easy. I'm so excited to not have to worry about it. And here I am, week two, question one. You're like, fuck her. Don't give us any more. <laughs> no, it's not that. It's just like, oh, why? I'm. I don't want to choose. I'm so in love with the fact that she's like, oh, here you go. Pick one. I don't want to. You choose. Okay, I would give up oral sex. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I think my thing is there's only so long that I can have somebody's tongue, like, rough against my clitoris. Mm -hmm. But I've gone hours having sex, and I'm like, wow, I feel like I could keep going. You know, like, there's Mm -hmm. just, for me, there's just... Not so many. I can't. I can't go so long with somebody just. But I just really like it. I know you like it. It feels so good. It feels amazing. <laughs> but you have to give up one or the other. No. Okay, but like you in perfect podcast land. In perfect podcast land, you don't have to give up either. Okay, and not so perfect. <laughs> Juicy J's made up podcast land. <sighs> I guess I would have to give up oral just because penetration feels so damn good and you you don't get that G-spot stimulation without it. Poor Beans is crying right now having to answer this question right now. now. Oh my gosh. I am extremely depressed at the thought of never having oral sex again. Well, thank goodness that this isn't real life. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this is an absolute hypothetical that you are crying over right now. It doesn't make it any less sad. I know. Poor babe. <laughs> All right. Are you ready for the next one? No. Uh, okay. 
<laughs> All right, let's bam. hear it. Yeah, bam. When it comes to playtime with your partner, would you rather initiate every time or have them initiate every time? Oh, that's easy. I'd rather have him initiate every time. Yeah, I'm kind of lazy. Like, I can be honest, like, I'm so lazy. It's not so much for me that I'm lazy. It's just that for me, it's an extreme turn on when it's being initiated. Like, I love that dominance. I love that aggression, you know. And then, like, when I am the one initiating, I feel like I'm missing that. (laughs) I, you know what, actually, I would probably want to initiate because... All of the time? Every single time? Yeah, actually. Yeah? Yeah. Because every night, it's like clockwork. Like, I lay down, I get comfortable, I do my paint with numbers, paint it on my phone, Mm -hmm. and then I just hear, psst. (laughs) Want a hump? (laughs) <laughs> really? Yeah. That's how he initiates. <laughs> Listen, it's gotten so or no no, no I'm sorry. Sometimes it's wanna hump and then sometimes it's like he'll throw his arm over my waist and I'll be like, Come here, you and that's kinda like <laughs> it's like he's like, Haha, I'm making you laugh, so let's hump. <laughs> Good lord. Or like if he's if he's really not like feeling very boisterous, he'll literally like Try to blow in my ear, but poke Ew. me with his boner at the same time. And oh, I'm like, what the fuck is my life? Why do you think that is sexy, dude? And so I will say a solid five out of seven <laughs> days. I'm being <laughs> harassed by his meat salt, like, <laughs> fucking flinging against my leg. So, yeah, I would like to initiate it because... Okay, so then how would you initiate it? I mean, I would probably just start kissing him and hop on top. Like, okay. I don't have time. So you're not going to do what he does? Hey, want to hump? You want to hump? <laughs> <laughs> Come here, you. <laughs> or, like, he just goes... <laughs> just, like, right next to me, though. And it... Oh, man. Don't get me wrong. I fucking love him. But Jesus Christ. Five out of seven days. <laughs> Wish you weren't so fucking awkward, Wish bud. you weren't so fucking awkward, bud. <laughs> No, but that's, uh, yeah. Welcome to my life. Sorry, I think I just dived into it a little too much. Okay, so, uh, that was our Would You Rathers for the week. Uh, let's move on to our next segment, which we totally skipped last week, but we understandably. Did. Yeah, because we had so much We had going a lot on. to get through, but, uh, I've got this, uh... This here thought catalog article, 50 plus sexual fetishes you've never heard of. Oh my god, I'm wrong about almost all of them. Let's see. You've been doing better though. Honestly, like I think we've gotten past a lot of the like hard to pronounce Latin terms. Cool. So, um. Let's see how really great I am this week. Just kidding. Number 17. Son of a fuck. Mechanophilia. (laughs) Mechanophilia? Mechanophilia. Oh, is that where you're attracted to your car? Close. Is it? Is it like automobiles and planes and trains kind of thing? Um, or is like, it like well, car it's, it's not hard. It's it's not that specific. It's oh, machines okay. in general. Oh, okay. See, I was gonna go with machines, and I'm like, oh, sometimes a desire to engage in sexual relations with or in an airplane, car, bicycle, or helicopter. Mechanophilia. Oh, okay. Yeah. So planes, trains, and automobiles. Kind of thing. <laughs> Whoever wrote that book definitely yes. got that. <laughs> um, 
this next one, uh, I am, uh... I'm going to give myself a half a point for that one. Yeah. Yeah, I would give you a half a point for that one. Now that I'm going half a point system. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Number 18 is macrophilia. Macro... Is that easy, Mac? No. Is it mac and cheese in general? It has nothing to do with mac and cheese. Let me see. Macrophilia. Macrophilia. Hmm. I want to say it's... I want to be completely wrong here, and here I go. Okay. It's probably something, like, I want to because when you say macro, I'm like, oh, micro. Is it, like, is it like M- that? Macro is the opposite yeah. of micro. So that's what I was thinking, like, instead of, like, microchips, it's, like, something like that? Oh, God, I don't <laughs> know what you're trying. I'm you were on the right track. Okay. It's um, macrophilia, or giantess sex, <sighs> is an abnormal sexual condition that involves being attracted to and aroused by someone who is much larger than you are physically. In short, it's a phenomenon in which people are turned on by giants and fantasies involving giants. Oh, okay. So basically anyone who ever dates me. Primarily, yeah. Like, <laughs> when people are like, I fucking love Amazonian women, and we're like, okay, they but you're a hobbit. I'm going to climb her like a tree. <laughs> And then they have that also, that tree thing, where they're also... Oh, arborophilia. Yeah, where they... Arborophilia. Where something they want to, like, like that, yeah. fuck trees. Yeah. Um, That's why they keep referring to you as a tree. <laughs> yeah. They roleplay as a tree a lot. <laughs> the giving tree. Oh, it's a huge, huge thing. So that, so that one person who has both of those <laughs> wrote the giving tree. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that's... That would be... A terrible porno. Oh, like a child's book. Oh my god. It's like, yeah, that's a terrible. It's <laughs> making an adult film based on a child's book. You mean like Toy Story? Fuck. <laughs> 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 Different kind of toys. Different Same kind of toys. Story. Oh my god, can you imagine those kind of toys coming to life? Bro. The stories they would have. It's literally just somebody go, please, for the love of God, give me a bath. <laughs> <laughs> Just put the fucking kettle on. Boil me some water. Please. All right. Number 19 is pedal pumping. Is that fucking on a bike? No. Nowhere close, huh? It's also called revving. Revving. Mm-hmm. Is, oh, 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 is that where, like, you, like, on your car mm-hmm. and that, yeah. like, gives you... That that erotic charge. Yes, pedal pumping or revving is a subset of foot fetishism that involves watching someone, often a woman wearing high heels, push a gas pedal with a masturbatory rhythm. Ooh. Yeah. It's like <laughs> That's that's my my revving engine. I feel sound. like my, yours is a lot better than mine. I just sounded like an angry cat. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, okay, last one. Okay. Um, this one, I'm not going to tell you the most obvious one first. I'm going to tell you what else it's called. Ugh. Lunars. Lunars? Mm-hmm. Oh, is that like people fucking under the moon? No. Oh. It's L-O-O-N-E-R-S. Oh. Lunars. People rubbing apples and pears all over them? No. <laughs> Balloon fetish. Oh. That's so <laughs> stupid. People with a balloon fetish, a.k.a. Lunars find balloons sexually attractive and incorporate them into their sex lives. While some find creative ways to have sex with balloons, others simply enjoy the sight of their partner sitting on a balloon and popping it. 
for one, that just gives me anxiety. Yeah. Thinking of a balloon being that close to my body, well, like, even blowing it up. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. There's probably people out there who, like, get off on people being absolutely terrified of balloons and having to put them near them. Yeah. Yeah. That's, like, that's, that's one of those like, extreme. Yeah. Getting off on someone's fears like that. That's yeah. not necessarily the most um, healthiest. Oh, no. But. Not at all. Those people are psychopaths. <laughs> Those people. I wasn't gonna say it. <laughs> well, I mean, as long as as long as I'm on the road, yeah, I'll get hit by the truck. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> so we're we're at we're at uh, almost at the halfway mark on this one. So that's a pretty good place to stop. For yes, because like you you didn't do too bad. I you know I was I was there for a couple, and then I was like. I left for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm a little upset I didn't get the, the macro one. That's okay. You were so close. But I was so, I was, I was there. You recognized the word macro. I did. But then you went computers with and it for some reason. Because I heard macro <laughs> and I was like, you mean micro. No. <laughs> and I just thought microchip. And I don't know. I couldn't get it together there. <laughs> but I'm happy that I at least almost knew what I was talking about. Almost. So we have more questions from Juicy J, questionnaire extraordinaire. Yes. You both have mentioned interest or at least a level of comfort in adding people to the bedroom. I'm wondering, have you considered the other aspect of polyamory, the actual romantic relationship part beyond just sex? Is it something that you would be interested in if your partner were up for it? Now, this is a healthy question. <laughs> because... I like that she adds into the, if your partner were up for it. So this is like in perfect podcast world where your partner has come to you and expressed their interest mm-hmm. in this whole idea and thought. Yeah. So with that being said, I think it would definitely be um, just like a lot of communication and really getting uh, ground rules mm-hmm. set down because having that whole... Like, you are going to have to legitimately split your time and your emotions mm-hmm. between multiple people. Yeah. So, being able to do that, like, you have to be super fucking healthy for it. Yeah. Which, as most of you may know, I am not. <laughs> so, not to brag or anything. <laughs> How is that bragging? I don't know. <laughs> Not to boost my own self-confidence. Oh my goodness. Um, no, I think that's like, if that's something that my husband was some like genuinely interested in, I would definitely hear him out in ways that he would make sure that our communication and our romantic life and just like being able to connect on a personal level and our friendship mm-hmm. wouldn't suffer. Like yeah. if he had solid ideas and solid ways and also noting that if our relationship was suffering, then we would have to stop with the other people. Like, yeah, that's just kind of where I would be at. Um, I've I've given it some thought. Um, before I got with my current partner, I actually like half truth, like half truthfully and half jokingly went to my other couple friends and was like, "All right, who wants to like assimilate me into their couple mm-hmm. and make us a thruple?" Um, but that's mostly because, like, um, uh, like these couple friends in question, like, I'm really comfortable and really close with. Yeah. And I could actually see 
that type of relationship dynamic working out in our favor. Like, I could see myself being in a romantic relationship with them. And, like, in a case where it's me and my fiancé and then, you know, we're bringing someone else in, it would literally just have to be the right person. Yeah. It would have to be someone that, you know, we would have a romantic interest in. And, you know, either either me or him or both of us. Like, it doesn't necessarily have to be that the three of us are all involved. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's something that I wouldn't necessarily be, like, closed off to just because I am a very open person. Yeah. And I really, I really like the polyamorous dynamic. I like the idea of a throuple. Yeah. Because it's just like, if if your team of two is strong enough, then adding a third person can well, could strengthen it more. And then like bills are split three ways, and childcare is split three ways. Yeah, and, you know, decisions can sometimes be a little bit of a pain in the butt. But that's where the communi- communication thing comes in. And if you just if you find that other person <laughs> that romantically does it for you then why not yeah that being said right now i'm not really like searching for another person (laughs) (laughs) 2020's got a lot in store yeah so i'm just gonna focus on that a lot of stuff going on this year but you know like if something were to happen to uh bam's husband and she's all of a sudden single i would snatch her up real quick oh it's so sweet to think like you can have other like boyfriends i won't be mad <laughs> just bring them home yeah so this is my main <laughs> i am a part of a throuple mm-hmm. and you are here to support us <laughs> <laughs> and you are here to satisfy me <laughs> you are here to make me happy which will make us happy yes but also you're not a part of the us <laughs> just letting you know no i i've always been pretty open to polyamory to open relationships things like that just because yeah i'm not a very jealous person i'm not a very um possessive person i like when i was younger i definitely was oh like, yeah i was fucking mad crazy mm-hmm. i i was scared of myself to cross myself like i was terrifying oh goodness and i am very proud of myself to be not terrifying anymore um, but I think it's – I've grown a lot to realize that I don't have to be territorial or protective or any kind of those feelings or envious or jealous of anything because I finally have a partner who compliments me and those fears don't have to be a thing because I feel comfortable with them. Like, I'm genuinely happy, so that's how you know those feelings aren't necessary. Yeah. Which is nice. Yeah. Um, no, she goes goes on to ask that if you had indicated interest in taking another partner for yourself without your current partner's participation, how do you think your partner would respond? So are we talking like real life or perfect podcast world? Like, like right now in real life, like if you sat down with your partner to have a serious conversation and like to tell him that you were interested in bringing another girlfriend into the mix, like let's just let's make it easy and say it's a girlfriend. Um, 
he is still like a very traditional person. Yeah. So that's what I figured. In yeah, in actuality, like he is very much like he is busting his ass, so I don't even have to work if I don't want to. Kind mm-hmm. of traditional. Yeah. Where I have actually, you know, talked to him about it. I was like, hey, you know, at one point in time, this was an interest of mine, and I, you know, I don't want to say that it's off the table because I don't think it would be fair for me to be like, well, I should be able to think about it, but you can't. Like, yeah. So it was definitely a conversation we have already had. Mm-hmm. And for him, he said that he wasn't interested in it because he feels like he has never felt this way about somebody already. Okay. So trying to find somebody else mm, okay. would just be too complicated. Yeah. Well, for me, it would, the only like kind of rules there that we've kind of outlined is that it would have to be another female. Yeah. Like I couldn't bring home another boyfriend and be like, hey. This is the person. <laughs> he would not be he would not be okay with that. See, even my husband is like, he's not okay with another girl. Yeah. Well in in my relationship early on we talked about things of this nature. Yeah. And um we talked about him being okay if I ever wanted to fool around with another girl or if I wanted to bring another girl home, yeah. blah blah blah. So um I don't know about I don't know about how far he'd be okay with taking it, like, as far as seriously, but yeah, it would have to obviously be a conversation. Yeah. Um, and then, and also, like, with the idea of if it's going to negatively impact this already, like, established relationship, then it's a no-go. Exactly. Yeah. What if they indicated interest in such a situation? How would you ladies recommend approaching this situation for someone who does have this interest? Oh, I mean, I would definitely say honesty. Yeah. Like, be yeah. 100% honest about what you're feeling and why you're feeling it. What would you do if your partner came home and wanted to talk about bringing another girl into the relationship and not necessarily for both of you to interact with? I think it would be – it would definitely be a discussion starting with, okay – what made you interested in this? Okay. Um, is it, like, it would definitely have to be, like, have I done anything to make you feel like you need to search it from somebody else? Oh. If not, then, okay, what kind of relationship are you looking to adapt, mm-hmm. you know, and also where are your boundaries? Yeah. Because if this person isn't going to be at least copacetic with me, then yeah. it's a hell no. Yeah. And you lost your damn mind. Mm-hmm. But if we are looking to, even if I'm not physical with this person, Man. I would like to have some type of emotional connection with them. Yeah. Because you are going to be taking care of somebody that I absolutely love and adore, mm-hmm. which means that you and I are going to be working very close together. Yep. In different circumstances, different relationships. You're like you know. co-workers. Yeah. You got to get along. But it's also, I'm going to be having his children yeah. So you are going to be there a lot. Mm-hmm. So we need to come up with, you know, what our boundaries are for my children, mm-hmm. what our boundaries are as a, you know, a trio, and also where we lie just completely together. Mm-hmm. Is she going to be with us all the time? Is she only going to be here on the weekends? Like, mm-hmm. how are we going to approach it? It would definitely be a lot of 
what made you think of this? You know, you were so against it earlier. Yeah. yeah. What made you come around? Was it because you were afraid that I wasn't going to be okay with it? And also, who are we talking? Because there's a couple <laughs> girls in your life that I would rather slash in the face than have live in my house. So well, I think that, like, a lot of times when this kind of thing, like, pops up, mm-hmm. it's not necessarily something that the partner did to make the other person interested in someone else. Correct. It's more so having a, like, sparking a connection with another person. Yeah. Like, you don't try for it to happen, but sometimes it happens. But sometimes it does, you know? And also, that question is mainly to subside my own anxiety. Mm-hmm. Because I have terrible anxiety. And yeah. so, the entire time, if I don't ask that question, I will think it is something that I have done to push him away. Mm-hmm. So, it's to clarify for myself. Yeah. Not necessarily to make him feel like I'm feeling terrible. And I've been really good at communicating when I'm having really bad anxiety about something or when I'm being really depressed about something. Yeah. So even if he were to express like, hey, you know, I really feel like I want to make another connection with somebody, like you and I are still really solid, it would have to be somebody who's also going to understand there's going to be days where I don't want to see either of you. Mm -hmm. So we'll have to figure out how to work that out. Mm -hmm. Like if she's living with us, by all means, fucking live with us. That's great. Because now I have a best friend. When he wants to roll over in the middle of the night and poke me and be like, one of them, I'll be like, there is two people. (laughs) I am not one of them tonight. Like go into the other room. (laughs) Not me. Not today. And then they're going to come in here and be like, no, 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 no. no. It is Monday. It is your day. It's Monday, 635. (laughs) I don't get him until 7.02. We made a chart. We made a chart. We'll be like, sick. Listen, you take him a half hour early. I will take him a half hour early tomorrow. How about that? Um, I think, honestly, for me, if my partner were to uh, come up and, and want to talk about adding someone else into the relationship, someone who I'm not personally interacting with, Yeah, I would be open to the idea and I would want to have that conversation. I would want to meet that person, obviously. Mm -hmm. But I really don't see how it could, like with with the right communications and with the right conversations, like multiple conversations with all three parties, Yeah, I don't see how it could be a bad thing. And I think it's also you and your traditional partner mm-hmm. coming back, like having a set date to come back and see how, have a personal conversation. Mm-hmm. Be like, hey, how is this working for you? Yeah. How are you? Are you actually happy? Like, we're supposed to make sure that this arrangement isn't going to falter anything between us. Yeah. And it's having that set, you know, you and I are going to communicate on this day and you and I are going to bring up. To make sure that everything is still going the way that in our heads we planned it. Yeah. Nothing goes as planned sometimes. Like, true. You truly have to just always fucking talk to the other person. Yep. Like, that is honestly for somebody who wants to sit down and talk to their partner, talk to them always, mm-hmm. like, constantly. Use I feel statements instead mm-hmm. of use statements because then they fully, they can understand and they can kind of grasp. Like, okay, this is how they're feeling. It's not because they think that I'm doing something wrong. 
which I think is very helpful. Yeah. Therapy teaches you mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. Mainly yeah. when you just sit there and listen to other people. Totally. It's great. <laughs> so I hope that answered your, those questions. Uh, we have one more from Juicy J for the both of us. What is something about you related to bedroom play that you wish your partner knew but may not already? This could pertain to sexual interests or past experiences. Hmm. Oh, that's hard. Bedroom play. Damn. Probably just that I want it to be rougher. I don't know. I think sometimes we get stuck in kind of like a routine where you kind of do the same old thing. And I would like to play more. <laughs> but like that's that's just something that we haven't really gotten around to discussing. Yeah. But eventually will. I mean, when he listens to this on Wednesday. (laughs) (laughs) Well, honey, I guess we're having a conversation. Well, it didn't mean to let it come out. (laughs) No, no, no. Because, you know, sometimes you just kind of get caught in a rut. You get, like, stuck in your head about things. And you just kind of, like, go through the motions for a while. And I'd like to break us out of that. And I'd like us to get back to, like, having the most fun in the bedroom. Like, I've got... I've got fetishes and fantasies that I would like fulfilled. And then, you know, I would also like to fulfill some of his. Yeah. What about you, Bam? Um, So I, I think mine is more like, instead of them being so sexually aggressive at the beginning of every time we have sex. Oh, see, that's what I want. See, but that's the thing. Like, it's wonderful. Every once in a while. Yeah. But it's been three straight years of sexual aggression from the from the very fucking jump start. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no, like, winding into it. Every oh, once okay. in a while, I would just like to wind into it. Oh, okay. Like, have, like, a nice, like, fiery makeout session beforehand. Yeah. Or, or do something kind of at, like, a slower pace where it's more teasing mm-hmm. instead of just straight into it. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love that about, you know, Mm -hmm. how far my sex life has evolved right before my very eyes (laughs) per person. It's amazing. Yeah. But damn, dude, sometimes, like, you don't have to slap me in the face (laughs) with your penis every day. (laughs) It's not every day, okay? (laughs) Every other day is fine. Not every day. Like, maybe just pick a different spot to slap her with exactly. your penis. Slap her in the titties. You know what? That wouldn't be bad. <laughs> I'm A-OK with that. Give her the old titty slap. Every once in a while, I would like to be titty-fucked. I, I, I know this about you. <sighs> My titties feel so alone right now. <laughs> I'll console your tits. But it's the sausage that we want. Oh, I have finger. I I love you so much, but I can promise you that they are not nearly as long as we are used to. (laughs) I'm used to being, like, poked in the chin while I'm getting titty fucked. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yes! And then have to, like, cover up my teeny tiny... (laughs) Bruised? Tiny bruise (laughs) from my chin (laughs) with my makeup the next morning. And I'm like, this is the most awkward bruise I will ever have in my entire fucking life. You know I'm going to have to start looking for that, right? Yes. (laughs) And I'll let you know if I get titty fucked, though. <laughs> because it's only when I get titty fucked. <laughs> Last week, be- er, yeah, Beans was like, 
um, I'm going to have to ask you to drop your pants because I want to see the bruise on your leg. <laughs> because I got poked in the leg so much, I had a fucking bruise on <laughs> my thigh. And I'm like, this is a weird bruise to tell people about. One thing I did want to ask our okay. fellow listeners. Okay. First off, there's 109 likes that we have on our Facebook. Oh, yeah. Which is amazing. I love that. But we have 110 followers. So I need to talk to that one person out there yeah. who is not liking us, but you follow us. Who follows us and doesn't like us? I would like to talk to you. That's shady AF. Because I don't like myself and I get it, but I expect you. Because we see that you follow us. Yeah. So at least like us if you're going to follow us around. Right. Like, don't be a stalker. Come out of the woodwork. Just like us. Why don't you like us? Why don't you, Why like, don't you us? like us? We just um, want your love and affection. Also, too much to ask. I am talking definitely to what I'm crossing my fingers as our next guest. Yay. So, um, what I do need from anybody out there who is like, holy shit, yeah, I got a thing for you. I need medical sex stories. Oh my god, we're gonna have a medical professional. If sex took you to the ER, I fucking wanna know why. Because I wanna read, like, I wanna have this bitch read this shit out loud. Yes, we wanna hear your sex injuries. I wanna know what got stuck up your rectum, okay? Yes. (laughs) I wanna know why you decided to use a Coke bottle as a dildo. I wanna know why you passed out during sex. Exactly. I wanna know. So, yes, if you have any medical sex questions or sex stories, please email them to us at bamandbeans at gmail.com, and we'll have our medical professional come in and talk to us about it. And once again, as usual, we do not need to use your real name. You can either come up with your own alias, or we will appoint one for you, like we did for Juicy J. Ugh. And she's coming around to that one, so. It's definitely grown on her. (laughs) She's now like, that's me. That's me, bitches. Hell yeah. She probably listens to this and like one other person at work. And she's like, oh my god, I wonder who Juicy J is. They sound great. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, it is now time for super personal questions specifically tailored for us by Juicy J, questionnaire extraordinaire. (laughs) 2.0. Hey, bam. Okay. You've mentioned some great ideas on ways to get across safe words in the past episode. What are some other forms of communication you used to convey desires and dislikes with your partner? Um, I have this really weird growl. It has oh. recently developed, actually. Okay. Where um, it literally it sounds like a low rumble from a cat. <laughs> <laughs> and we don't have a cat. So <laughs> he knows very much, like, oh, I shouldn't touch her there then. Like, <laughs> I've had him, like, grab me in the ribs one time, like, mm-hmm. behind. And it just, it felt so uncomfortable. Ooh. I was like, mm. And he's like, what the fuck was that? And I was like, oh, that is my no-no sound. <laughs> I, I just discovered it now. I that means like, no. I was unaware that I didn't like that until you did it. <laughs> and now that's the sound I make when I no-no. Um, and then uh, when we're, like, facing each other, Beans has seen this face yes. so many times. But it's just like a... 
<laughs> like, oh, buddy, what are you doing? If if you ever watched, okay, now this is gonna date me, but um, <laughs> uh, what was the what was the show that Gareth Coleman was on? Which talk about Willis? It's really sad that that is actually. What <laughs> it's my literally it's the what you talk about Willis face. Like. Um, <laughs> but honestly, it's you. Like I said, I didn't even fucking know that I sound like a very disgruntled cat. When he touches me in my ribs. Oh. My no-no sound. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you'll you'll discover your own no-no sound. Yeah. Um, but I... Let me see. I very much do like to have a couple different... A couple different things. Because there's... You can't see my face, so you don't know what I'm... What I look like. Yeah. Sometimes just shaking my head doesn't fucking work. Right. So having words, having actual hand signals... Mm-hmm. Those are all really great things, so... Yeah. I like the no-no sound. Yeah. I really like that. I'm really upset that that's become an everyday <laughs> thing for me. You know, when he pokes me with his huge fucking sausage. And, mm. <laughs> what the fuck was that? It's my no-no sound. My no-no sound. <laughs> All right, beans. Yep, yeah, bam. You mentioned you had a friend in a polyamorous relationship. Yeah, she just did that today. She just mentioned that. <laughs> Well, no, we, in the uh, episode that we uh, oh, yeah, you talked about polyamory. That's right. Yes. I don't know. I was like, how the fuck did she write this? She just said it today. <laughs> how did that get in there? Yeah. Um, has that relationship improved? Has it screwed your view on that type of relationship at all? Well, um, that specific relationship, I think, I want to say that it's dissolved because I've only seen two of the three partners interacting with each other for a while. I'm not super close to these people, so uh, I don't know exactly where each party is at. But I do know that um, there was an extreme lack of communication within the, the, the party. And uh, whenever there's lack of communication, it's just like failure from the beginning. <laughs> um but I don't think that that has changed my views on polyamory because, I mean, for every, like, messed up example, there's always, like, a really good positive example. Yeah. Like, I have um, another friend. And this is another person that I'm not, like, super duper close with. But, like, we're friends on Facebook and I keep up with her life. And um, she just recently added another person into her relationship. So it's someone that she is connected to, and um, it seems like the three people get along very well, even though both of the guys are dating the one girl, and they're very supportive of each other. That's wonderful. And that's really nice to see, because I'll tell you, this person is extremely attractive, and it takes someone who is very much secure in themselves and in their relationship to allow them to like have another connection like that with another person. Yeah. So, uh, it just, it takes, it's like a, it takes like the right concoction. Yeah. (laughs) You know, the right recipe. You gotta have the right personalities involved and everyone's gotta be on the same page and everyone's gotta be supportive of each other. Yeah. Mm. So this is the second episode of the new year. Holy fuck. We made it. (laughs) (laughs) We did, but my car didn't rip. Oh, R.I.P. Duke. (laughs) Sorry, Duke. (laughs) Um, 
I guess just like going forward, I once again would like to urge everybody listening right now to really kind of think about your own sexual experiences and your own uh, sex life right now. Yeah. And let us know what we can do to help that. Yeah. We want to hear from you. We'd love to hear your questions. We'd love to hear your awesome stories. Exactly. So be cool like Juicy J and hit us up. Honestly, I swear, three years from now when we're super famous and going on tours. Dude, you're going to have to pay for us to answer your questions. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I Just mean. Just kidding. We'll be honest. It won't be a lot. But, <laughs> but I'm going to tell you right now. Juicy J, when you have time to come back, what do you do for a living? And <laughs> would you like to come with us? Book of shows. I'm not picky, actually. Juicy J could be our road manager. Hell <laughs> fucking. We need somebody strong and super fucking great at emails. Yes. <laughs> These are wonderful emails. Juicy J has gotten us so much content. And you know what? You could, too. I mean... I- as you can see, the criteria to being our road manager is just have really great emails. Yeah. That's just step one. Mm-hmm. Step two is do it twice. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that is all that we have for today, folks. Please make sure that you check out the Would You Rathers on Facebook. Shoot us an email with your questions and your comments. And have a lovely rest of your week. And until next time. Goodbye. Bye. 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 B